Welcome to Balanced Hormones, Balanced Life Podcast. This is Dana Palmer. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me as I discuss all things to do with health, hormones, and everything in between. Welcome to episode 76. Today I have a treat. It's going to be an interview that I am going to share with you with one of my clients, Angela. She came to me not really, I think, understanding or knowing that a lot of the symptoms that she was dealing with were was from her hormones. And so you'll hear her story, you'll hear where she came from and how she was able to change so much of her body through the work that we did together. So I hope that you enjoy this one and sit back and look at the potential that you have for yourself. All right, here it is. Enjoy. All right. So this is Angela. This is who I was telling you about that I was, I'm going to interview. She's one of my clients and she's going to share some of the stuff that she was experiencing and kind of how coaching helped her and where she's at now. So Angela, I just, if you would start by just telling us a little bit about what you were feeling, where you were at physically, emotionally before we even met, probably, I guess, like, or got, we started coaching. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I would say for most of my life, I was just your typical, I thought I was a healthy person. Um, I would exercise, I would, you know, try to eat right, but not perfect. And, um, I have, when I got to, um, after my third, um, baby, I had my third child and, um, I felt like probably around six to eight weeks, I started experiencing, um, some, postpartum issues. And of course, you know, the doctors are like, oh, it's probably just hormonal things like that. And, um, offered some medication. Um, and I took the medication, not really knowing, thinking like, oh, you know, the doctor's giving me this saying it's going to help. So go ahead and take it. And, um, so I, I took it and it helped a little bit, but not of course, as much, I wasn't feeling the same. I I wasn't feeling. Was it an antidepressant? It was an antidepressant. Okay. And so um, basically, I mean, long story short, the next probably six or seven years after that just felt kind of like a roller coaster of um, health issues. I tried to come off of the medication and experienced really terrible um, withdrawal effects from that, went back on it, went back off of it, and just kind of just experienced... So some of the symptoms I was having were um, just severe panic attacks, terrible anxiety. And that I feel like led to a depression because I just felt like I couldn't get out of this cycle of feeling like fear and panic. And, um, and then along with that, I mean, there's so many symptoms that go along with those things, just fatigue and exhaustion and lack of motivation. And, um, I was even with the panic attacks, I was feeling things like tingling and numbness, like in my fingers and toes and um, racing thoughts, you know, brain fog, all of these things that would, I felt like they were kind of just always there and they would come and go in as far as severity, but they were just, it was just always lingering there. And, um, kind of got on this road of trying, you know, I just felt like I didn't want to really go the medication route. So I started just pursuing a lot of uh, natural ways to help these things. And just kind of got to this point where I was doing these things and some of them were helping a little bit here and there, but it still just felt like I was kind of stuck. 
and I felt like at some points I would get to this point where I'm like, I'm doing all these things and I feel like they should be helping me more than they were. And it just felt like they weren't. And so I felt kind of stuck and I was um, sort of just in this place of like, what, like what's next, you know? And, um, and then that was when I, I met you. Because <laughs> you, you had done diet changes, like you had changed, can you, what you had cut out wheat and dairy. Is that yeah. some of the stuff you've done? Yeah. So I was doing, um, gluten-free, dairy-free. I was doing a really, um, strict low carb. Oh yeah. That's like right. low carb, but, um, no dairy also no soy, no sugar, nothing. Um, mostly just like meat and vegetables is kind of what a little bit of nuts here and there is I was basically eating like Did you feel and- any improvement with the food changes? Sadly, not really. And in some ways, I feel like it it made me um almost it just kind of transferred the anxiety to food instead yeah. of yeah. It wasn't like it went away. It was like now I was just afraid if I ate certain things that I wasn't supposed to eat that then I was going to have a panic attack. Yeah. And that's what I've I noticed with myself and other people is it just moves from one thing to the next where Mm -hmm. the the diet doesn't always change. Yeah. Yeah. It almost just became now a fear of different foods that I was afraid if I ate something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to have symptoms. And then it even got to the point where I was eating this super strict diet. And if I started feeling panic or anxiety or anything, uh-huh. I immediately would start like racing thoughts of like, well, what did I eat? What did I do? What, what happened this time that may is making this happen? Like it was always something that caused it. And I was always trying to figure out what that thing yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, that's actually super interesting because a lot of people, I mean, sometimes the diet change works, but it, uh, a lot of my clients, it's like, they were like you, you were already pretty healthy in the first, I mean, generally healthy in the first place. And so it just adds like another layer of, oh my gosh, now I have to watch out for this. And then, and my laundry detergent and like everything. Right, right. Cause I was doing all that as well. I was like trying cleaning to products, toxins, and, which I think are all good things. To oh yeah. A hundred percent. But at some point, when you're dealing with that severe anxiety, it's, it almost becomes this obsessive thing of like, and then trying to figure out when you'd have symptoms, well, what, what external thing was it that caused yeah. the symptom, yeah. you know, yeah. and not, yeah. not being able to figure it out because sometimes it would happen after I didn't eat certain things or I didn't use certain things. And sometimes I could, if I did like, you know, just say, forget the diet and I would eat whatever, and it wouldn't happen. And so it was like, just weird. Yeah. So that actually leads me to my next question is like, how did you view like your health issues, like quote unquote before? So was it always like something external then that you were trying to find the, I mean, like that was the cause of your issue. So I had gotten to this point where I, I felt like it was, it was always something on the outside that had, that would cause it. Um, Because I had, I think because of my journey with the medication and then even just my own view of mental health and realizing that like, 
I like, I just, I don't think, I know I'm not crazy. Like I'm not a crazy person. This isn't just made up in my head. Like I really am experiencing these things. So I had gotten to the point, well, then it must be something physical outside. It must be the, you know, the food or it must be the, this or that or something else on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. And then it is like a vicious cycle of feeling like you're crazy (laughs) because like you really like deeply believe that you're not crazy. And then when you're like, I just ate this and I didn't get the same reaction. then you're like, I literally must be crazy. (laughs) You feel, you feel like that for sure. Yeah. So, so just kind of tell, um, if anybody's interested in like getting this type of coaching, like from a holistic perspective, like what was your experience? And like, even starting from the beginning, I know there was some resistance of (laughs) stuff at first. So just even like someone that this would be completely new to because a lot of the stuff that I worked with you with was brand new right or just new concepts and ideas yes for sure so at the point I mean this might sound kind of like funny or silly but at the point I was I just felt like I was so desperate I was like I'll try anything I will try anything even if it sounds like the wackiest thing and so <laughs> that's how a lot of people come to me. They're like, I've been to the doctor, I've tried this, and I'm like, just they call me the crazy lady. They, my, <laughs> my sisters used to call me the witch doctor because they thought people would only go to the witch doctor if like nothing else worked. Really bad. <laughs> so I had a couple other people that had met with you or had their kids meet with you that told yeah. me oh my gosh, you should talk to Dana. She's like a witch doctor. They, one of them said those exact words. (laughs) So I felt like I was like willing to try anything. And I felt like I needed something different. I needed a different perspective, perspective. I needed a different method, something different. And so we happened to randomly, which now I I know it was not randomly. I know. um, On a bus going to a field trip for our kids and sat right next to each other and ended up me telling you my whole life story for the past seven years, seven or eight years. And then, um, and then you kind of sharing with me like what you do. And so of course I was like, I definitely want to try this. I just want to try something different. But then as you get into the process, uh, the process is so different from what I was doing and mm-hmm. just even just different from my whole upbringing. And so it, there was, there was this resistance of like, this is not going to work. Like this is, I don't think it's anything that I'm doing that's causing any of this. And yeah. So actually, can you just switch and like explain that pro like when you're saying a process, like what that actually. So so the process is just the whole idea that like our hormones are impacted by our thoughts, like the thoughts that we're thinking about different things. And so to me, that idea is like, well, then that means I'm causing all these things yeah. to happen. Yeah. And I had gotten to this point where I'm like, no, it's all physical stuff that's happening. This is all something external that's happening to me. So that was just a huge shift that not, maybe it sounds harsh to think that like, I'm causing all this stuff. To oh, no. My own, but it's, it's like this, all of my experiences and my just emotional reactions and all these things that I had gotten into these habits and patterns of blaming my symptoms on something else and trying to figure out and thinking that I had no power over the symptoms or over my own emotions or over my own thoughts. That was what I had gotten to this point of like, I don't have any power over it other than me trying to control all my external situations. 
circumstances. And so that was, that was the huge shift that at the beginning, I, I had a hard time really believing that I had this power inside of me to be able to shift my thinking and to make these internal changes to stop blaming, to take responsibility and to do these things that could eventually then make these health shifts, these physical health shifts that that was, that for me was just new. And I didn't think that I could do it at the beginning. Yeah. And, and am I correct? It came with some like, I mean, it's even frustrating because you're like, then that means that I did, I did this or like, I mean, so there is like all mix of emotions, right? Like the Mm -hmm. anger, the frustration at first. And some of those, like we had to process through before you could actually like see that there was some empowerment in, in it. And so that's normal for anybody that's trying to make changes that you feel a ton of resistance because it's so much easier to blame the outside party or any outside party. Yes. That, that is, that hit the nail on the head right there. Yeah. It's so much easier to, to just keep telling yourself it's something else. It's something else. Like, like it's the food, it's the, this, it's the other person that keeps annoying me. Like it's easier to do that than it is to look inside and to ask yourself, you know, what things do you need to process through? What things do you need? Are you responsible for? Yeah. So in that process, was it like just a gradual shift? Like you just kept trusting and, or was it like all of a sudden one day you were like, oh yeah, I guess she's right. Or I guess this is how it works. Or was it more gradual? For me, I would say it's been, it's been gradual. Uh, It's been more of me having, because, because patterns and habits are so ingrained and they're so so strong and they're so hard to get out of. It's like how many times in our, our appointments, our meetings where did we have to go over those same steps? And every time it came to the action of like, what is my just innate action when I'm having symptoms? It was always the same every time yeah, what I would yeah. do to try to get rid of the symptoms. And it, it's like those things are, those patterns are so deeply ingrained. It's really hard to get out of them. But the more that we met and the more that you would help coach me and remind me, and the more I would write these things down and yeah. look at them again and follow the, the process and do the process and trust the process. Like you would tell me over and over, eventually it became a, a di- little bit of a different habit. And I'm not even saying at this point, like, Oh, it's all perfect. Like I, I always do. Yeah, the- Cause there was that default for yeah. so many years. I still sometimes go to default, but now I have this little light switch that goes on and says, Oh no, remember that didn't work. <laughs> like yeah. remember yeah. Me- follow a new process now yeah. we do a new pattern and and every time I see more and more improvement even with that even yeah yeah um, so but, but you have the skill to mm-hmm. keep going and change like watch your body physically change mm-hmm. so would you what would you say in the coaching program or coaching what was your biggest challenge was it that fighting against those defaults yeah that was actually what I was what I was thinking of was the biggest challenge was just overcoming the default patterns, the habits, and just remembering to do things differently. And even just reminding myself that I am capable of it, that I have the power to do it. And only me, like, I can't rely on anybody else to, you know, do it for me or to, 
if I'm feeling down, like, oh, I wish someone would encourage me. Like, no, like I, I might have to encourage myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do it myself and, and get myself to that place because yeah, just to remember that I have that ability and that power to, to make the changes and to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how has you actually in that situation, do you see yourself doing things differently with your kids? Definitely. Because of it like because yeah, of just would, your new perspective I would say it's a lot with my kids and my husband I okay. mean with quarantine that's kind of who yeah. I've been around for the last year anyway but um but yeah definitely just with them um a lot like on the emotional side of it so like even yeah. I've even found myself like trying to teach them the things that I've learned and the the processes that I've learned when I feel like they're going through something that you know, like different feelings and different emotions. And when they get upset with somebody or when they start blaming, um, I just find myself like trying to teach them like, no, we can, you know, we can do it differently. We can, yeah, you know, do this or that different. That's, that's huge. Especially because if we could change the way that this, like where they don't see things the way that you and I grew up or, you know, we can change like their families and the way that they interpret things. And yeah, so yeah. That's good. So how do you, do you think that your perspective of yourself has changed through this whole process? Oh my goodness. Yeah. I feel like I have so much more self-confidence and I just feel more empowered to discover like more of who I am and, and like who I want to be in the world and with the people around me. I feel like I used to just, I was such a people pleaser and I'm not to say that I'm still not in some ways cause I am, but yeah. I feel like I would, I would adjust my life and my decisions based on everybody else and how are they going to interpret what I'm doing or how are they going to feel about what I did? And it would keep me from doing certain things because I would think, Oh, they're going to think I'm weird or they're going to think I'm this or that. Um, I feel like I have just that more of a sense of knowing who I am and, and knowing that I like, it's okay to be myself and to, for me to give my perspective and for me to share, you know, my thoughts on something and not be so concerned about what other people are going to think or how it's going to make them feel. Um, and so, yeah, I just feel more of just a confidence in, and a, um, security in who I am and that it's okay to be who I am and yeah. that I don't have to change for everybody else or you know for the opinions of other people so. which actually that's so crazy because that's probably not even when you were in all the pain and discomfort <laughs> and stuff that's not even <laughs> was on your radar like let's fix my confidence no I wasn't that was never even something that I thought would come out of this like of yeah. course my main goal out of this is I don't want to be so anxious anymore. I don't want to be depressed. I don't, I don't want to have panic attacks. You know, I don't want to have body aches. Like those were the things, but I didn't even see that there's this connection between the two, between emotions and the feelings and the physical. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so, that's so good. So if there's anybody that is thinking about doing it and that could possibly be freaked out or talking themselves out of it, what do you think would just be helpful for them? Any advice or, you know, that would be helpful for them to know? 
Yeah. Because most of the women that come to me are in the exact same place where it's like totally different. They're not even sure if it's going to, you know, work. They just know they need something different. Right. I mean, I feel like when you're in that place, this is like, that's like the perfect place to be as much as you hate that place. And it feels like the most terrible place. That's exactly where you need to be because that's where you're willing to kind of open up your mind to try something different and to Uh you have more of a motivation to say okay well nothing else worked like I something has to work I have to figure out a way to make something work and I remember um, early on in our meeting Uh and me kind of sharing my resistance and sharing my I just don't get it and I don't know I I don't feel like I know how to do this process and I feel like when I'm doing it on my own I don't, I feel like I'm doing it wrong. And I remember you telling me like, like just, you just have to trust. You just have to have that trust. And it's true. It's like the more you do it, the more you practice it, like with anything, the more you practice something, the more improvement you see, the more results you see. And that has been true with this too. And I don't, I don't regret not even one bit, like just trusting the process at the beginning when it was hard and it didn't even seem like it made sense at certain times because I mean honestly I was like I feel like from some of the symptoms of the stuff I was dealing with there was a lot like that brain fog and that confusion felt like I don't even feel like I can do this like it doesn't seem doesn't make sense it doesn't seem like I'm doing it right but it's still there it's a process for a reason and it's because you have to go from like point A to B to C to D, and you have to keep going with it in yeah. order to see the results. So I would just say, trust the process and take yeah. the leap. Like you really have nothing to lose. There's there's nothing to lose in trying it. If you're, you know, nothing to lose except all the <laughs> fear and the symptoms and all of that. Like that's the only thing that you have to lose and you have everything to gain. So yeah, no. That's good. Thank you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I ha- actually, always, I'm, I'm always so sad when people I love, like their, <laughs> their time is up with me. Cause I'm always like, Oh, I miss visiting with them. But um, thank you for sharing. And it's my prayer that somebody else will hear this. That's in the exact same situation that you were, that I was in a long time ago and that we, they will benefit. Um, just from hearing your story. So thank you for sharing it. Thank you too for everything that you helped me walk through. Oh, you're welcome. All righty. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode and were able to see some of the potential and the abilities that you have that maybe you didn't recognize before. So let me know if you have any questions. Otherwise, I'll talk to you next week. Have a great week.